0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the 7 Figure Flipping Podcast. This is Bill Allen. Today, I am talking to one of our eight-figure entrepreneur members who just got back from Nevada with me. Um, We had 16 people in a room. It was an amazing, life-changing event, and we're going to hear Joseph Druther. He's an amazing guy uh, from North Carolina. Him and his wife attended the event, and he's going to give you his feedback and his takeaways and hopefully trickle down some of the amazingness that came from it and some things that you can do uh, to take action and and to implement in your business and your life right now, even having not attended the event. So we're going to let you behind the scenes a little bit. He's going to share some of his takeaways, his secrets and stuff like that from our eight figure entrepreneur event at Pirates Cove in Boulder city, Nevada. My name is Bill Allen, and I'm the leader of a group of elite house flippers and wholesalers called seven figure flipping. We don't brag or show off our success, but instead let integrity and stewardship be our guide. We are dedicated to helping people unlock the freedom they desperately need. If you ask other real estate investors, they will say to keep your secrets quiet But we believe in abundance, not scarcity. And that's why we are the elite. We are Seven Figure Flipping, and this podcast is our playbook. What is going on, everybody? I am back. We have an amazing show for you today, and it's all kind of uh, design. These next couple episodes I'm going to be doing are going to be about our Eight Figure Entrepreneur event, and I think there's some takeaways that you could get from that, um, some lessons learned, a couple things that I'm sure that my guests will share with you of what they're doing, what they're implementing, uh, some of the takeaways they had, aha stuff like that, and I think it's going to be really valuable for you, um, even if you weren't there. So we have uh, 12 companies that have jumped into this Eight Figure Entrepreneur group. That was my goal, get 12 companies, shut it down for a year. And that's what we did, and we just had our first retreat. So I, I shared a couple takeaways uh, last week that I took from the first few days, and then I, t- I shared some stuff about Damon's presentation, Damon John from Shark Tank. Uh, if you missed those episodes, you can go back a couple and listen to those. Uh, but today I've got one of the eight-figure entrepreneurs uh, on the podcast, and I've got more to come after after him. He's just going to talk a little bit about what he um, what he got from the event. I'm just going to ask a couple questions, and hopefully um, we can share a few things. And uh, this will be great for me to understand what we did well, um, what I could do better next time, and uh, and kind of what some of these folks were taking away from it outside of what I took away. So uh, today I've got uh, Joseph Druther on the podcast. Joseph, what's going on, man?
1: Oh, man. Just uh, living the dream, man. Enjoying enjoying the beautiful North Carolina weather. It's like gorgeous here for a day in February. So just enjoying it. How are you doing, Bill?
0: It is a beautiful day. Same here in Nashville. It's like 70 degrees outside. We're stuck inside doing a podcast, but it's going to get cold again <laughs> over the next couple of days. So the cold front's coming through. Uh, I'm doing awesome. I appreciate you asking. Uh, how do you feel after coming back from a, an event like that? What was it like uh, kind of coming back from that week that we spent in uh, Nevada last week?
1: So a couple things. On the super energized, um, I feel like I'm ready to, like, take over the world. Um, (laughs) Mentally, uh, emotionally, in my business, and in my personal life, I'm like, um, it was a really, really good energizing uh, event. You know, got to get a lot of rest and relaxation. Uh, Took the red-eye home straight into a soccer tournament for the kids. That was a little exhausting physically, but I think we're almost recovered from the lack of sleep. But, uh, but yeah, the, the event itself, coming home from it, Um, super energizing to be around those, that caliber of people, um, having those high level conversations, uh, just super, super good. Awesome. you know, I,
0: I, I think I was facilitating the entire event, so I didn't, I didn't feel kind of like the, I, I don't know, during the event, I was just Worrying about you guys, what was happening, taking notes, like executing. And I, it was, it was pretty weird. I was flying from Las Vegas to um, Fort Worth to speak at my friend's conference that weekend. And I just got really emotional on the flight. I was watching a movie and it was, it was about a, a dad who lost his son to cancer. And oh my gosh, like I just went to a place of like James and the future. And I think all of the weight from the week and all the emotional stuff that we went through just kind of came out. And I'm sitting there in the window seat, like crying (laughs) (laughs) almost uncontrollably. So it was very strange the way that people process this stuff differently. You know, um, I saw some folks after the first day. Um, that's why we kind of, I called an audible on day two. We shifted from spending a whole day doing work to, you know, bringing in the massage therapist and just relaxing in the afternoon, because I saw some people really kind of share a ton that first day and just have, Yeah. Like when you offload that stuff, you take a lot, a lot of weight off and you're ready to run faster, but you also have a lot of motion attached to it. So, um, give me some, uh, like what were some of the things maybe we can just go day by day for you guys Uh, and you were uh, Joseph was there with his wife Liz which was really cool it was the only husband and wife couple to come some other people asked if they could bring their girlfriends and spouses and stuff and I said look if they're not integral in the business and they're not um, wanting to do this work like deep work that we're going to do then um, this is just not the event to bring them they can come to the other altitude events and all the other stuff that we do but this event was very specific to take somebody on a journey so it was really cool to have both of you guys there and uh, we had some other business partners come and stuff like that so um, having Liz there and uh, was was really cool to see. So, what was your your experience like? Um, and maybe we just go day by day.
1: Yeah, well, I'll tell you. For me, it was extremely special being able to have Liz there because we did start the business together. You know, I mean, we we grew up together in this business. We grew up in marriage together. Got married real young, and so you know, we've been growing together personally and professionally for a long time. So having her there to experience all those things and to have those conversations and those and go through all of the things that we went through together was really, really, um, really beneficial for us because, you know, it's so easy whenever you go to these events to learn a bunch of stuff and then want to take it home and just dump it onto, (laughs) onto everybody else. Be like, here's all the stuff I learned, you know? So having her there to kind of experience, now we can have these conversations, um, that we wouldn't have necessarily had before, uh, because she was there. That was really special. So, um, I totally forgot the actual question. What was the actual question?
0: (laughs) Let's, uh, well, I think it's important. You know, a lot of, we have a lot of people in our, our community that have a spouse that works with them or, um, and and at the very least your spouse is supporting you in all of it. So making sure that you, um, you share what's like for me, I can't come home from a self help uh, event or seminar or something like that and just dump it all on Lucy. It's just, she's, she's not interested, you know? So I know that when I come home, I just have to thank her for the support. Um, hey, I really appreciate that. Maybe I bring something home uh, to as a gift to say thank you um, and encourage her to allow me to do that again because it's really powerful yeah. and it's really important to me. And just knowing that how much I care and appreciate. So having having Liz there is really was really great. Like you said, it was special to you, it was special to all, for all of us. For me, because I wasn't sure if she was going to be able to make it. You guys have a newborn um, at home, and to yeah. be able to uh, unplug and 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 leave the family with a lot of kids. Uh, was really incredible to have you guys both there, so uh, the question was um, let's just go through kind of some of the takeaways and some of the things yeah. that you got from the event and maybe some things that you might be willing to share with some of the other folks out there and, and how they can apply that in their life and their business
1: yeah so so the first day was with Bill Wilder, and we did the you know we went through the hero's journey we went through the you know all the all the um all the different archetypes that we went through, and uh, I think that was really good because it was a really it was like holding up a mirror to yourself and trying to figure out like am I putting too much emphasis in one area or another and making sure that they're kind of in balance you know because I've lived in a lot of imbalance in the past I feel like I'm back in a spot right now where I'm more balanced than I used to be but um, there's definitely been heavy times of you know, going deep into the Explorer or heavy times going deep into, you know, like the soldier and just, you know, grinding and just doing what I need to do for the family and those kinds of things. And understanding that there's, there needs to be that balance was really big. Um, So like I said, I feel like I'm in a lot better spot than I used to be, but it was really good to kind of hold up that mirror. Um, One of the things I took away from that day was, you know, we were preparing, we were doing the breathing and we were kind of getting ready to go in the ice bath. And there's talking about like, you know, what do you, what do you want to let go of? And something for me, we've always been a little bit different. You know, Liz and I have always kind of lived a little bit different than normal people. Um, we've ne- we've we've been OK with being weird. Right. <laughs> we've always done things weird uh, business. Not not too many people are business owners and, and choose the life that we choose. Um, and really just kind of letting go of that, of uh, like really, truly letting go of that and, and realizing that, you know, um, God created me to be a certain person and I don't need to let other people's opinions about how I should raise my kids or how I should run my business or how I should be a husband or any of those things like their opinions. Like I appreciate when people have them and I want to get wisdom from people, but realizing that it may not look the way that they think it should look. And that's perfectly okay. Like God created me to be somebody totally unique. And so if my kids are there with us at a business mastermind event in Cancun, Mexico, um, you know sure i might be doing some work while i'm there but i've got my kids and it's okay if it's not normal like we're just going to do us you know and really truly just like letting go of other people's perception of what our life should look like was probably really was really big for me and i feel like i've always like i said i've, I've had that more bent anyways i'm kind of a nonconformist i tend to buck the system and do things my own way but um but it's hard to escape you know like whether it's your parents um you know, just things that they've said or just the way that you were brought up. You just have certain things in your mind about the way things should be. Um, And and kind of just letting go of that was really big for me, realizing we can create the business that we want. We can create the I could be the dad and and the husband that I want to be and give myself that grace to know it's never going to be. I'm never going to be perfect at it, but um, I can, you know, I just giving myself some grace in those areas and and realizing it can be different. and We can be on our own journey uh, there. That was really big for me. Sorry.
0: I, I like that a lot. It's really kind of that identity thing. You mentioned a couple like times potentially from the past that I heard kind of coming out, like parents or friends or other people, and and so trying to figure out how how that ties into our thoughts and our feelings was something that I went through for all the work that I did with Bill in there. Uh, you said other other people dictating what success looks like for us, and that that really is that that hero's journey concept, right? Uh, it's it's not what what is, what do things look like from, from other people, like being truly defined by who we are in the essence of us individually and allowing that to, to fuel us and drive us to where we're going. And so a lot of times we want to kind of fall into place or wonder what other people think. And that's, that's the hard part. And so that's pretty powerful. I'm glad that you did that. I know there were a lot of people going through that exact same kind of journey on that first day. Um, what was the ice, what was the ice bath like for you? Have you ever done anything like that before? (laughs)
1: Um, no. Well, I, I have one time, actually. It was on the, on the way home from the trip in Nashville uh, at when we were at the uh, the Gaylord Opryland Hotel. On the way home, there was, like, this beautiful waterfall, and it was frigid cold in the mountains. And I was like, I just got to go swim in that thing. I don't know why, but I just got to go swim in it. And it was like we were all in sweatshirts and coats and all that stuff, and I just – I don't know. But it wasn't it wasn't like a guided experience where we were, you know, letting go of certain things. I just knew I had to – I don't know. I don't know. That primitive instinct, I guess, had to do it. But um, this was – uh, awesome. It was something that, you know, a little bit gun shy to do. I was excited about it. I was like, all right, this would be cool. And uh, um, I know we could do it. And uh, it, it was it was a really cool experience we were kind of overlooking the mountains and really just like it, it just kind of forced you to really just relax and let go of all those thoughts. And, uh, and kind of let go of any of those stress or let, let go of anything that you're holding on to. Um, and it was really pretty neat uh, doing that. And then, and then getting into the warm pool afterwards and letting the ice blocks just kind of like melt away. And the the symbolism of it all, it was really a pretty special time. And then I was, uh, to be honest, I, I was definitely not expecting Liz to actually do that. You know, I was, uh, I, I had said before, I'm like, don't tell Liz there's ice bats or she won't come and <laughs> come on the trip. And, um, Anyways, she stayed in there like the longest out of anybody uh, on that first go around. She was like in there. she was like, I'm not ready to get out. I'm like, you know, she was just in there and just chill. And that was that was really cool. Um, definitely be doing it more. I've taken a lot of I mean, since since I've come home, I've taken all cold showers. And, uh, you know, <laughs> anyways, it's been good.
0: What uh, so why did you take cold showers when you got home? Like, what does it do for you?
1: Um, so for me, I had to uh, I had to let go of some stress. Um, like I said, I was running on a few hours of sleep, and then instantly got dumped with like the five kids, and it was just um, kind of chaos. And we were running to a soccer tournament, and all this stuff, and I was like, I went from this place of total calm and like re-energized, and like okay, I'm ready to go, to all of a sudden it was just like back into the back, kind of into the real world of chaos. And do you have your water bottle? And, and where's your uniform? and... Are we packed for tonight? All those things. And I was just um, I could I could tell myself getting kind of stressed out and I was taking it out on the kids some. So I just kind of was able to just get in there and just kind of like, I don't know, just let it all go and say I just was present with my feelings and was able to was able to just let, let go of it. So.
0: Nice. Yeah. A lot of times yeah. when I have a lot going on in my head, stuff like that, I might sit in uh, the ice bath or, t- or cold showers and stuff like that. And it just, Kind of brings me back to the present. It makes me mm-hmm. thankful for the things that I have, for what's going on. Yeah. It instead of yeah, I, I don't know. It just brings me back into the present personally. So, what about so the next yeah. the next couple of days after that, we um, we talked about like some belief systems the next day, and then we talked more tactical and strategy stuff. Uh, COO, uh, CEO relationships, and then is uh, and it, like a deep dive into marketing um, that afternoon. Mm-hmm. We did a poolside on day three and talked about marketing for like four hours when we were supposed to talk about multiple things, but marketing just <laughs> (laughs) became the thing. And we went really deep into that stuff. So what, um, what, what kind of stuff did you get from, from those sessions? Was there anything uh, to share from that?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I've got a, I've got, I've got like seven pages of notes and they're all on my iPad, which is what I'm recording on. So I can't go back and like look through all of them right now. Um, marketing was huge. I think for me, just kind of realizing I need to start, I need to start back. I've done, I, I used to do a lot more with the Facebooks and um, different stuff like that. And, um, I got hacked. And so I just didn't do it for like, I don't know, eight or nine months. And, um, and kind of going back and forth, like, ah, do I really want to be doing that again? And I, I knew how valuable it was. And I made a lot of money doing it with, with investors and getting deals and just kind of being in the community and, uh, and realized it was just, I just needed to just do it and get back out there and, and kind of put myself out there to the, to the community networking and, and, Building back up those investor relationships and stuff like that. Let people see what we're doing, and then not just that, but you know, that the whole idea of like adding value in your marketing. Like, you know, even if even if I don't ever, you know, even if I only wind up working with one percent or one tenth of one percent of the people that I wind up touching on on social media, but the idea of okay, I'm learning such amazing things at these events with the people that I'm talking with, conversations. I I need to start being able to give that out to other people, like let, let people know what I'm learning because other people would find it so much. I mean, so valuable too. I mean, obviously, you know, we paid to be a part of the group and these are all very expensive experiences for us to be able to do these things. Um, and to be able to give a little nugget that somebody else might, might be able to take away and, and help them. Uh, that's really, I don't know. I need, I need to need to start doing it for, for that as well. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna keep like banging the drum on marketing. Like every business is the same. Like we're all marketing businesses, and it's really important to figure out like who are we talking to, what are we saying, how are we get in front of them, um, is it as often as we need to be, um, what are our offers look like, all of those things. And um, it's gonna be something that we just continue to give to this community over and over and over again. And um, just because. We're in the real estate business doesn't mean we're not in the marketing business. Like we are all in the marketing business, so that's why I love talking about it. We, we I could have talked for another eight hours that day about it, and um and it was really cool to see some of the things that were holding some people back from doing it. Not just and social media was kind of the thing that kept coming up, Um, but right. even as far as just me being involved, like I'm the one who has to do it. Um, it's you know my. Like, can't I just hire somebody to do this for me? A lot of that stuff and really just being yeah. authentically you, being vulnerable and open and sharing that stuff is really important. Um, the thing yeah. that I remember about the second day was we, we, did this, we did this exercise that I haven't done outside of this. I'm actually been holding it back for quite a few months uh, in preparation for this because I thought this would be the perfect group to do it. So it was like a global leaf exercise. And yeah. I remember that your business, uh, business is blank and you, you said hard. And so did Liz, yeah. you guys both said business is hard. <laughs> and so, um, I, has, did you guys have a conversation about that? Or is there like afterwards or is there anything, any oh, takeaway yeah. that you had from that and maybe something to share to uh, other people out there who might think like, that's what they think about business and, uh, maybe some advice.
1: Yeah. So I think it was really interesting. So the, the first day, then the day we talked about global beliefs. And then the, then when we talked with Shannon, it all tied together for me. And it was just like, reconstructing all these things in my mind, cementing certain things and reconstructing others. And the idea that we are, right, kind of going back to what I said originally, like we are um, very unique. We are created all individually unique, completely different from everybody else. And as we grow up, whether it's parents or siblings or any, any kind of influences and you, all these things just kind of keep getting put around you and you keep getting that uh, that like the layers of the onion, right? Like you talk about in, in shedding your identity, and and you, and we're getting all these things put onto us, whether subconsciously or unconsciously, or, or consciously or unconsciously, um, we're we're accepting that, whether we know it or not. We're we're putting all these things in, and so it's really interesting to go around the room and just spitball like, okay, business is, boom, 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 boom. Write it down, like first thought. Seeing, okay, what what things have influenced me whether it was you know a bad employee or a dishonest business partner or you know my parents believed x y or z or i grew up in this community or whatever it is all those things have an influence on your global belief about um any everything really and so when we talked about business it was really interesting because and i did have the same we had the same kind of gut reaction business is hard and you know when we frame it from that, like we're going to find that if we go to work and we believe that business is hard, then when, you know, all of a sudden, you know, my marketing isn't going as well, or I don't get the sale or I, you know, I've got to struggle with an employee or whatever it is, it's just going to reaffirm that global belief that I didn't even realize I had of, yeah, business is hard. Right. And so it's really just interesting. So kind of trying to get to the root of deconstructing, like, why do I believe that business is hard? And in replacing it with something, because I also believe that business is fun and exciting and rewarding and um, in all those things. Right. So how do I shift my global belief to that? That's the first thing I think of this way. That's what I'll find when I go to work. You know, I heard I was listening to somebody and they were talking about day one. Every day is day one for them. And that's what's kept them so excited about their journey in entrepreneurship, because every day that she gets up, it's like it's day one. I'm learning again. And that's that's her global belief. So it's always exciting. She so when she got out of that, you know, just like we would get out of that and say, okay, yeah, business is hard. You know, business takes work or business or whatever. Um, that's exactly what we'll find when we show up to the office or when we have these conversations. So uh, might as well make it fun and exciting and, and figure out what, what's been put on us and then peel those layers off, get to the root of it, peel those layers off. Um, yeah, that was huge, man. And then, and then reinforcing it with what Shannon said and going through the actual science like I don't know if I'm jumping the gun with talking about the next day, but like going into going into what Dr. Shannon was talking about with, you know, doing the brain priming and, you know, figuring out what those global beliefs are and creating our, uh, you know, so so I don't know exactly what you shared yet or you know what point this podcast will come out, but you know we, she had us write our success manifesto, of what success looked like for us, and it was very personalized, not what anybody else thought, like to you individually, what does it look like to you? So we, you know, we wrote down all the details of who is there, what does it look like? You know, what does it taste like, smell like? And, and in the past tense, right, this already happened and you're and you've already established this in your mind. And, um and then realizing, okay, anytime you get that resistance, you're going to get, you start to feel a little bit uncomfortable about certain things. When you hear it out loud, you're like, eh, maybe, maybe not like Maybe being a billionaire might not be that great of an idea. And then all of a sudden you start to get that resistance, you know, triggering yourself to recognize that and then writing down logically and emotionally. You know, she has the she has the method for how to deconstruct that belief logically and emotionally um, but really leaning into that resistance and like, man, that's where the global beliefs happen. Right. And she had, she had talked about like not having enough worth to give to the world through her podcast. Right. Um, and, and there's, there was, there was lots of other ones shared that were super cool. These limiting or these beliefs that, um, you don't even realize you have, but it's just the filter through which you see all your stuff and going in there and really just deconstructing that and writing, writing it down on paper and then, and then breaking that argument down. Um, man, it was just such a cool way for all these things to tie together and, and realizing, you know, if I deconstruct those beliefs of, right, like for me to be a billionaire, it would mean sacrificing my family or time with my family, right? Um, I know there's another guy that in, the, in the group that had talked about that exact thing. I've had those same thoughts, right? Like how do I build a billion dollar business and also build a you know, I don't even know what you'd call it—a powerhouse of a of a family where my like there's love in our home, and, and we've got a great relationship with our wife, my wife, and my kids, and we give back to the community. Like, how do you do those things in sync? And in my mind, it was well, you have to give up one or the other, and that's like one of those beliefs that I've been you know wrestling with. And so now I've got the tools to kind of systematically say, well, I don't—I love my family to death. I'm never going to give up on them. Like, I'm never going to sacrifice them at the expense of uh, of, of my business or of, of making these this money or X, Y, or Z or whatever it is. And just really deconstructing, um, logically all those things on paper. And then emotionally, you know, telling uh, Dr. Shannon said, basically, you know, you project that onto your loved one, like who, who you really love. And I, I imagine doing that to Liz, right. And saying like, Um, yeah, you can't pursue your goal. Like when she had said it, it just struck me. I got goosebumps while I was in there. She was like, you can't pursue your goal because you're going to sacrifice our family to do that. And I'm like, dang, like she would never do that. She loves us so much. Like she would never do that. Like them are fighting words, right? Like, so um, just kind of breaking, breaking down those beliefs and, and getting through that and saying, that's not true. I can have an amazing family and be an amazing dad and an amazing husband And an amazing member of my community and also, you know, hit these goals and and add all this value and, you know, create a billion dollar business like they're not they're not mutually exclusive because I now believe that, you know, whereas before there were some limiting beliefs there. So that was huge for me anyways.
0: Yeah, it was really powerful to see that um, kind of all come full circle when, uh, so Dr. He's, he, Joseph is talking about Dr. Shannon Urban. She was on uh, the podcast early December. If you want to go back and listen to that, you can. Uh, she came to the event and, and presented to us uh, for a couple of hours, just amazing presentation with some actionable kind of to-do strategy, tactics, those kind of things to kind of wrap it all up. And then, um, And then we went to lunch after that. And uh, then I had a little bit of a surprise for you guys. So what did you think about the surprise that I had in the afternoon of the last day?
1: I was like, there's, there's no way. There's no way. We started watching that intro video, and I'm like, Bill's a knucklehead, man. Like, what in the world did he just do? Like, he just brought Damon John. Like, are you serious? That was crazy, man. That was, that was super cool um, to be able to, to chat with him. Um, man, ask, ask him questions. So, so many times these kind of people that they seem kind of like, Larger than life, and and, uh, I don't know. I grew up in the the acting and modeling industry, so I'd kind of seen a lot of, you know, movie stars and been with a lot of actors and stuff like that. So you realize they're real people, but I've been out of it for so long, and you kind of just put them over there on TV somewhere. But actually having them in the room and being able to converse with them and chat and have a conversation um, just brings you back down to, like, brings them into reality and saying, like, yeah, they did it. I can do it, too, you know? I figured out what he did. He just sacrificed his butt off, you know, did what did what he needed to do and, like, you know, hustled through these times and, you know, did these things with his mindset and his, you know, repeating his goals back to himself and doing his vision casting and all that stuff, like, but he's totally like me. Like, we could, if he did it, I can do it, kind of a thing. Actually, you know, like, he, he had even a harder upbringing than I had. Like, I got way more, I'm, I'm, like, starting way more ahead, you know, further ahead than he was when he started, you know. Um, so, that that whole experience was just uh, was pretty mind-blowing. So,
0: Yeah, the, that, that was the biggest takeaway that I had, is like, um, normal person, I can do it too, and potentially even faster, you know? Right. Which was really crazy to think, right? Um, were th- was there anything tangible from that presentation other than that, that you, that you took, or, or something that he shared that was kind of eye-opening to you or you didn't expect to
1: hear? Um, what I thought was really cool, and, and and maybe this is just what I needed to hear that week. But when he went on, we said, what, what do you do? And like without without talking with Dr. Shannon or whatever, like the first 15 minutes of everything he said was basically what we had just talked about with Dr. Shannon before. And so for me, it was just solidifying the idea of <clears throat> he writes his goals down. He reads them to himself every morning and every every night before he goes to bed. And he knows to the extreme level of detail, what's already happened. He says, "I've done this and this and this because I've chosen to do these things," and he's got it like very, very um, detailed and written out. And then I'm just like looking over, and I'm like, "We j- we just listened to the same thing from a neuropsychologist, but now I'm listening to it from somebody who's got a net worth of you know hundreds of millions of dollars. Like, huh? Maybe there's something here. Maybe I maybe I should, you know, uh, do this too. That was." probably one of the bigger things that I took away, it just kind of cemented, cemented that in my mind. Um, you know, when he talked about, he's like, I saw it. Like I saw the house that I was going to live in. I walked to the front door. I opened the front door. I got the spiral. I got the staircase over here. I've got the kitchen over there. I got my beautiful wife coming out to greet me and the dog is coming. And I'm like, he saw it very vividly. And he, he went through that practice in his mind of creating that vision. Um, and he said, Basically, he got it. He's like, I thought it and I said it over and over again to where it became a memory for him. Right. And that's Shannon t- talked about that too. Of basically, like when you say those things in the past tense and you picture it in your mind, it's already a memory for you. It's already, it's as good as done. It's already happened. All that's left is the details of figuring out how to do it, you know, <laughs> but it's going to happen. And um, seeing that he kind of reiterated all that was pretty, was pretty cool. And it's back to the basics, fundamentals. I asked him what, what books he reads now and personal development. He's like, I go back to The Richest Man in Babylon, Think and Grow Rich, you know, all these basic ones that I'm like, yeah, the oldies, goodies, you know, that was pretty cool too.
0: Yeah, that, I, I totally agree with you. It was really cool to hear him go through kind of his process and it, it, to totally just like put the nail in the coffin for everything that we've been working on for the week. Um, yeah. And we talk about that a lot for those of you that are out there that have never done a deal. Um, and you don't know how to take the massive action because your belief it isn't there. Like, you know, you have potential, but your belief that it's possible for you is not there. And what you have to do is you have to visualize the success. Like you have to visualize yep. that it's already happened. And if you can do that over and over again, then when things get hard, you keep taking action. And so we, we could think about that in a much bigger scale at this event. But if you're out there, like this is the perfect thing for you to do if you're brand new. Um, or you're seeing some resistance. You're starting to get to that point where you've taken some action and you're just not seeing the results. You have to see the result before, uh, you go, before you start taking that action, you have to see the results and, and think about what it's like sitting there and you're at the closing table and they're handing you that check for $10,000 or $20,000. And if you can see that, you can be there and you can be in the moment and you can think about that all the time, they're going to keep going. And so that's, um, that's something that we talked about at Flip Hacking Live and it was, hammered home again this week of really visualizing the success before it happens and the results um otherwise you won't actually change your beliefs and so we worked a lot on beliefs like as simple as it is a lot on our belief system a lot on the story that's going on in our head right now where does it come from Um, what defines it and how can we help control it like how can we change it you know we rewrite the stories over and over ourselves so um all right we're running out of time, but. I, I'm I'm so happy that you took the time to come do this. Um, I think that like a lot of the stuff that you shared is going to be really powerful for those that listen. And I'm excited to hear what some of the other people took because like we talked about there, um, there's one person up there talking, right? There's one person giving a presentation and there's 16 people in the room all hearing different things. And so what they're hearing and what they're taking is, is just for them. So um, I bet I can interview all 16 people and hear very different things that they took away from the event, which is exactly why I wanted to put it on. So um, what would you say to somebody who's out there who's like, you know, I don't know. I've heard about events like this. I've heard about stuff like this, Flip Hacking Live, Altitude Runway events, eight-figure events, stuff like that. Like, um, obviously it's important to you, but what do you think you, what kind of advice would you give to them if they're kind of on the fence of of doing something like this, investing in themselves?
1: (laughs) I would say... Um, if you like not making progress and you like spinning your wheels and you like being stuck in the mud and in your own beliefs and your self-limiting beliefs then yeah don't come because uh, it's gonna totally change your mindset and give you the belief and the fun you know the foundational tools to to get you there I mean for us we struggled with it for a long time right we we, we struggled with I, I don't need to pay for that I could do it myself I can learn it for myself through a book or whatever um, but finally getting getting involved with you know, seven figure flipping and getting involved in the groups and having these conversations, it just blew the lid off of what I thought was possible. And then we've done those things. And now I'm like having conversations with people about like, you know, they're, they're talking about buying a jet and I'm like, this is wild. Like, this is like, <laughs> like think this, the level of conversations have completely elevated from when I first got started. I can't imagine where I'd be if I hadn't just come to the event, had the conversations Sat down and talked with other people, and and just had my mindset changed. Uh, I just I don't even know where I'd be, so. All
0: right. Well, if you're listening to this, I would love to have you. You go to sevenfigurealtitude.com, the number sevenfigurealtitude.com. That's the best place. We got all kinds of stuff. We got we got books, we got courses, we got events. We have RIA even going on here in Nashville, all kinds of stuff. Um, that, that's the best place to start. Fill out an application there and we'll tell you the next best thing for you. It's not. We're not going to tell you that the most expensive thing that we have is what you need to do. Um, it will tell you what the right fit is for you at the time. If you're brand new, we have plenty of resources for you. Um Uh, Joseph, if they want to reach out to you, where can they find you? Maybe they want to uh, be investors or they're buyers or or they have a family member moving there that wants to buy a flip property. How can they find out more about you guys?
1: Yeah. So I just got my, just like we talked about on the the thing, I just got my Facebook page back up and running. Um, That's probably the the first place I'd say to go find me, uh, Joseph Druther, um, Joseph Thomas Druther IV, uh, or you can shoot me an email, um, joseph at drutherhomebuyers.com. That's D-R-U-T-H-E-R. So, Joseph at drutherhomebuyers.com, shoot me an email. I'd love to uh, be help any way that I can, um, anytime. So,
0: awesome. I appreciate you being here. Thanks so much. And we'll see you guys on the next show. Bye. Thanks, Bill.